Hey, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine on this Sunday. I think a lot of us are aware, hey, wearing a seatbelt is important, but let's hear from the expert, Sam Cole, the Traffic Safety Communications Manager of CDOT. Good morning. Hey, good morning. So good to be with you. Well, it's good to have you. Let's talk a little bit about the seatbelt law here in Colorado. What is the law, and is it different for different ages? It actually is different for different ages. If you're under 18, um, you have to be buckled up as well as everybody in your vehicle has to be buckled up and you can be pulled over um, if you're not buckled up. If you're over 18, in other words, an adult driver, yes, you have to be buckled up, but um, it's called secondary enforcement. In other words, you can only be ticketed if you're pulled over for something else like speeding or weaving. Um, That's called secondary enforcement. Okay. And how often is that happening where the police officers, the sheriffs pull somebody over and then they notice, hey, you're not wearing a seatbelt. Now you're going to get that ticket as well. Yeah, it happens a lot. You know, we've done um, three different click it or ticket enforcement periods, and there were 6,000 people, 6,000 drivers that received uh, citations in Colorado just literally over a few weeks period. So unfortunately, it happens a lot. And, you know, about 100 of those people receive tickets for having unbuckled children or improperly restrained children in their vehicle. That's that's really frightening. Yeah, it's very frightening and disturbing. I mean, what do you say to that when you hear those numbers? You know, we want people to know about these enforcement periods um, so they buckle up and don't get a ticket. And, you know, when it comes to surviving a crash, your chances of surviving a crash are increased by 50% if you're buckled up. We really can't understand. We at CDOT and probably you too, I assume you buckle up, just can't understand why people don't do it. It's such common sense. You know, it's almost like not looking both ways if you cross the street. It's just a common sense thing to do. Well, and I think a lot of people, I would think in my generation, I mean, I I just, it feels weird to be in my car if I don't have my seatbelt on. You know, it's like I get in and that's the first thing I do before I even start the car. Yeah, it just, it, it does become second nature and it's just so easy to do. But You know, we see people that don't buckle up because they're only going down to the store. You know, most crashes happen within five miles Mm -hmm. from your house. So there's um, not only should you be buckling up on the highway, which most people do buckle up on the highway, but they get a little lazy about it around town. And, uh, you know, that's when you need to buckle up more than ever. Yeah. And I think that's a good reminder. And you talked about the click it or ticket enforcement campaigns going on. And there is one going on right now. Is that correct? Actually, that one just ended. Uh, There were about 2,000. Uh, citations handed out during that enforcement period. But but as I said, you know, we do these campaigns. We partner with law enforcement, do big campaigns to let people know that they're happening. And, um, you know, we see about a three or four percent increase in number of people buckling up when we get the message out because we don't want people getting a citation. That's right. the whole point of doing this. We want people to not get a citation and buckle up. But some people just don't get the message and uh, they continue to drive unrestrained. Right. And I think, like you said, the scary thing is to think about kids. Kids not being restrained in the car or not properly being restrained with some of the different car seats. Yeah, um, what law enforcement is seeing is kids just kind of not in any car seat at all, or they're in the long car seat. Hmm. You know, they've a parent has put them in a seatbelt when they really should still be in their booster seat, or they're in the they're in the wrong size car seat to begin with, um, or they're just their straps are too loose. Hmm. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, anybody that's ever installed a car seat knows that it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're we're trying to uh, encourage people to get their their kids checked out. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, there are car seats are changing all the time. And yeah, you get a car seat, you're a new parent or your 
kids moving up in size and you get a different kind of car seat or a booster seat, you're like, I don't know how to do this. What do what can parents do? Yeah, well, go to carseatscolorado.com and there's a, a approximately a thousand, no, what is it, a hundred inspection stations across the state where you can go and get your car seat checked out to make sure you got it anchored to the vehicle correctly, mm-hmm. to make sure that um, the straps fit over your kid correctly, to make sure that your kid is in the right car seat for his or her age weight and height. There's so many different things that go into it. Uh, We also see a lot of um, people that are using car seats that have expired. You know, perhaps you've got several kids and you just keep reusing that car seat. Well, after a while, car seats do expire and you need to replace them. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that is a great point, but car seats are really expensive too. They can be expensive, but, you know, they all have to meet minimum safety standards. So just because a car seat might be more expensive doesn't mean it's going to be more safe. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the most important thing is just, you know, just get your kid in with an inexpensive car seat to get them in the car seat and make sure it's properly installed. Well, let's talk about a little bit about the Colorado laws for car seats, kids. What is that? What ages? Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned, you have to have your kids. You can be pulled over if your kids are not in a, in a car seat or a seatbelt. And, you know, as far as there's no real laws that say which car seat your kid has to be in. But, um, you know, there's a it, it's complicated and you've got to educate yourself. You know, you need to be in a, a rear, you know, once you have a kid, a baby, an infant, rear facing car seat in the back seat mm-hmm. until about two or three years of age. And then they go in a forward facing car seat um, for the next few years. And then they're in booster seats. And right around the age of eight years old, that's when you can probably move them into a seat belt. And I know, like you said, it has to do with age and weight, and there's a few different factors. Yeah, age, weight, and height. And, um, you know, you that's why you need to go to Car Seats Colorado and just um, kind of look through some of the information there and see what is supposed to be for your kid. And just stop by one of those inspection stations, and they will they'll make sure that uh, you're doing everything right. Right. All right, so how does CDOT go about getting out the Buckle Awareness Campaign? I mean, I know we've got the Click It or Ticket, and you said we just finished one of those, but what else do you do to get that message? message out. Yeah, well, we've got the uh, Common Bond campaign. You know, it's it's great that, you know, look, the other side of the coin is 86% of people in Colorado buckle up. So there's really not, um, there's really not too many things that 86% of people in Colorado agree on. Mm-hmm. And buckling up is one of them. So we um, we put out that campaign saying, you know, we don't always agree on sports teams. We don't always agree on different food or music, but buckling up is one of those things. So um, we have ads that go out reminding people to buckle up and have a enforcement is on. We also did this really cool thing in downtown Denver after a Rockies game not too long ago where we had like, as people were leaving um, the field at night, we had a huge projection up on one of the adjoining buildings that said, reason number I think it was 88 to to buckle up. You don't want to miss another Rockies game. Mm. People were just like, they were on a high. They were leaving the game. They were so happy. And um, it was just, you know, know, we hear thousands of reasons why people um, buckle up. And and, you know, they want main, the main reason is you want to live to see your children grow up. You want to live to have fun. And uh, so we put that projection on the side of the building and uh, people loved it. Um, we're also going down to Pueblo and doing some outreach down there. Okay. Seatbelt seat use rate in Pueblo is really low, oh. um, way below the, the state average. And so we're going to be doing some extra, extra um, outreach there. Why do you hear the reason for that is? Well, people don't buckle up. Um, we hear, you know, from a, a lot of women that it's not comfortable and they end up um, putting the seatbelt underneath their arm or doing things 
um, to make a seat, the seatbelt more comfortable, just like just not wearing it at right. all. And um, you can probably figure out why um, women um, have more discomfort wearing seatbelts well, than, sure. than men. But we, we say, you know what, if you're, uh, if you're in the market for a car, one of the most important things you need to do is make sure that seatbelt fits comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, other reasons people don't buckle up, they're only going the short distance. We talked about that. And then from time to time, we hear ideological differences. Well, we get the law and I don't believe it should be the law. Therefore, I don't like the government telling you hmm. to buckle up, so I'm just not going to buckle up. Um, a lot of people feel like they're good drivers and therefore they don't need to buckle up. You know, you can be the best driver in the world and you never know when a drunk driver is going to swerve into your lane. So think about that. It's all about protecting yourself and protecting people in your family. Right. Absolutely. It's one of those campaigns that I hear it and I'm like, well, doesn't everybody wear a seatbelt now? But it doesn't sound like they do. No. I mean, the good news is, you know, the, the, the seatbelt law in Colorado has literally saved thousands of people. You know, before the, the seatbelt law, we used to see, you know, about only about 60% of people buckling up. Now we're close to 90% of mm-hmm. people in Colorado buckling up. This is a huge success story. Lots of families have been saved. Lots of individuals have been saved. You know, it's just, it, it is a win for everybody. Um, but we're really kind of frustrated about that last 14% of people don't, that don't buckle up. And um, that's the sad part because we, in Colorado, um, about 200 unbuckled people die in crashes every single year. You know, it's, it's only, you know, those 14% of people that don't buckle up in the state represent half of mm. the deaths that we see in vehicles. Yeah. And where are most of those uh, accidents and deaths taking place? Are they in the Denver metro or does it just depend? Yeah. I mean, they, they happen in the most populated counties, of course, but we do see counties like Weld County, Pueblo County, El Paso County that have either a lower seatbelt use rate or an inordinate number of unbuckled fatalities. And so that's where we're trying to trying to tackle those communities. Um, also communities where people, you know, can get up get up to those higher speeds, like the two lane roads and rural areas. Sure. Those can be really dangerous. And that's why it is so important to buckle up in the some of the metro areas where, you know, on city streets you don't you don't go that fast. And so we're not seeing as high as a rate there. But really, no matter where you are, you need to buckle up. And you said, what, 200 deaths last year? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, uh, I think it's 230 people who weren't buckled up died last mm. year. And that's pretty on par with what we see every year in Colorado. Right. And I know you did a recent survey on traffic safety. What did it show about seatbelts? Yeah, well, it was just some of these things that I've mentioned that people were less likely to buckle up close to home. Um, we asked them how often they buckle up. And it was, you know, it was about 85% of people buckle up. We also found that, you know, they were much more likely to buckle up on the highway than they were in town on a two-lane road. And really, it's those two-lane roads where you're getting up those speeds that it is most important. And mm-hmm. even just going down to the store, as I mentioned, you know, you never know. You just never know when a crash is going to happen. Yeah, it's scary, but it's so true. And you hear sometimes people, and we're such a truck state here in Colorado, and you hear people say, well, my truck's so big, I'm safe, I don't need to wear it. What did you find out about that? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, trucks are more likely to roll over, okay, because they have a higher center of gravity. That's why it's it's actually more important, I think, for people to wear seatbelt in trucks mm-hmm. because um, one of the most common um, ways that people die in crashes where they're not buckled is they're ejected. So um, especially in trucks, 
you need to you need to buckle up. Mm, yeah. And when is the next Click It or Ticket campaign? When is that coming up again? Well, they tend to happen in the summer, you okay. know, and so the last one just took place. But you know, law enforcement—it's the law. It's the law in Colorado to buckle up. So law, you can get a ticket at any time. It's just that during these Click It or Ticket enforcement periods, that's when we have um, more law enforcement officers on duty patrolling the streets for people uh, who may not be buckling up or are uh, committing traffic offenses. When the officer pulls somebody over, do you hear? Are they aware that we have a seatbelt law here in Colorado and they should add it on? I think most people know. Um, usually, there's always the excuse, you know, oh, I forgot to put it on, or it wasn't comfortable, or I'm just going down. Um, to get some milk at the store. Um, but, you know, it's a habit and it's a really good habit. And one of the goals of the enforcement campaign is to get people to start wearing their seatbelt mm-hmm. to develop that habit and never stop doing it. Um, you know, we talked about the, those trucks. And one thing that we did see in the survey is that more people in those pickup trucks are buckling up. So that's really good news that the um, the most vulnerable vehicles out there, those high center of gravity trucks, um, right. more people are buckling up. So that's, that's great. We're really Really glad to see that. Well, and if we're raising kids that are used to getting buckled up, I would hope that maybe they're also kind of watching their parents saying, hey, seatbelt, you need to get your seatbelt on, mom and dad. Yeah, Melissa, that's such a great point. You need to... Um, you need to set a good example for your kids because um, if you don't buckle up or, you know, and we just broaden that out to other traffic safety behaviors. If you're somebody that is on your phone all the time when you drive um, or you speed or, you, or you, you know, you go to the, you know, you go out and have a few drinks in front of your kids then you get your vehicle. Your kids are going to do that exact same thing. Right. They're going to grow up to um, not wear their seatbelts. They're going to think it's fine to go out and just have a few drinks and then get in, get in the vehicle and drive. So you need to set a good example. Yeah. The kids see absolutely everything. And you're right. I mean, I remember with my daughter, she's like, all right, mommy, do we both have our seatbelts on? Are we ready? I mean, it was just part of that routine. And so they do. They notice everything. They absolutely do. And, um, you know, there's there's nothing more tragic than um, getting into a crash and somebody's not buckled. And it's just, you know, the good news is that uh, if you're not buckled, you may not drop, you may not die. But we see so many serious injuries from people that aren't buckled. And that can economically devastate a family. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's no matter how you look at it. Yeah. You know, we, we tell people, you may not die, but you can be seriously disabled for the rest of your life. Right, right. And financially ruin your family. Yeah. I mean, you just go over to Craig Hospital, some of these rehab centers, and every other person, they're there because of the traffic crash. Oh, heartbreaking to hear. Well, Sam Cole, Traffic Safety Communications Manager for CDOT, thank you so much for your time today. Sure, appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us this week on Mile High Magazine. Always a pleasure to have your time on this Sunday morning. I'm Melissa Moore. Thank you for being here, and I will be back again next week. As for today, go out, make it a great day, and be kind to everyone.